Well, I like drinking beer and I like talking hockey when I get to do both. I feel pretty lucky. Whoa, let's get pucked up. All right. Welcome to another episode of Let's Get Pucked Up. I am your host, Robin Coymans, and joining me, I have two lovely co-hosts uh, sitting right next to me, which is a rarity these days, but glad to have the, the physical proximity is uh, Scott Dowler. And um, I'm drinking homebrew that I made with Scott, as is he. But Scott, how are you doing? I already <laughs> said what you're drinking. <laughs> yeah, cozying up on the couch with Robin at minus 40. So, you know, what, what more can you ask for in life? Yeah, and that's before the wind chill. So it's like, for those who don't realize, Yellowknife is cold as fuck. And it's minus <laughs> 50 with the wind chill tonight. Um, also joined by Wyatt Donowski from... I'm sure tropical by comparison, <laughs> just joking, Winnipeg. How are you doing, Wyatt? Uh, what are you drinking? What's the temperature? Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's going well, going pretty well um, on on holiday break as of fr last Friday. So just reveling in that. It it got to minus 32 without the wind chill uh, yesterday. Uh, so that was a, a frigid. Uh, I went to go see the Jets yesterday, play the Sens, and just absolutely destroyed jimothy stuntsla so uh it was great to great to Wait, yesterday yeah last but night stuntsla has been injured yeah I, I, do you think i cared who he was playing <laughs> <laughs> all i knew is that they got out, the jets got outshot what like 22 to 10 and they're up 3-1 thanks cam talbot and so uh it was great <laughs> great to uh yeah uh, great to see the Jets just dominate when they're not supposed to be dominating. And so, uh, yeah, right now it's minus 22 uh, without the wind chill. So a little bit warm. So wore some shorts today. Uh, drinking a, a low life, low lights. Which is <laughs> uh, so I don't know, Clemens, have you been to low life when you were here? No, I don't think. Uh, I've oh, it's an, one of the new breweries. So it's a table beer because we're uh, I'm at a table. So we have this. <laughs> Because it's our Christmas episode, I also brought some eggnog and some rum. Oh, wow. Yeah, getting right in the Christmas and, spirit. Nice. And to surprise you, Clement, what I just found out uh, as of what, like a week ago, is that Winnipeg has flavored soju. <laughs> so <laughs> now we're out. Oh, Gong some, Bay, motherfucker. Some soju, uh, some peach soju they have apple already so why it's getting hammered yeah why it's getting <laughs> just destroyed tonight i'm on vacation man <laughs> yeah cheers to that yesterday so, yeah, was just, my last day of school. i'll be triple triple fisting through the entire <laughs> my, my god <laughs> you guys are dead to me <laughs> so uh just for reference the beer that scott and i are drinking came in at a whopping like 2.6 percent alcohol when we measured it so is that what we settled on i think so like i know there was a second fermentation process but i don't think that much was added during that process um so Let's we're gonna see have how to much be, we can drink we're gonna we're gonna be chugging a shit ton of this i think we're gonna be the real low lifes of this podcast i think by the end of uh, it this this low life low light beer is a light beer and it's four percent. So <laughs> I can't wait to see how many you can chug now. Yeah. So I guess the question is who's more China right now? You drinking the flavored soju or us drinking the like 2.5% greater than or equal to beer? Uh 
I even have my little soju cup, which is just amazing. Just a little, little gombe, little soju cup right there. Oh, nice. just, just phenomenal. So, yeah. and if you, the rule is, if you open the soju bottle, it's gonna go bad. So you gotta, gotta drink it up quickly, <laughs> <laughs> like, like vodka. Whatever you need to tell yourself, Wyatt, to make it not <laughs> raging alcoholic. Yeah, so thanks for being in such a festive mood tonight, Wyatt. Um, it is uh, it is that time of year, so <laughs> always happy to have friends to hang out with, to spread holiday cheer and get absolutely shit-faced with on the podcast. Um, so the first thing we have on the docket, in the spirit of Christmas, we're going to be giving away some awards, uh, <laughs> by which I mean just making our picks for the awards at basically like the 32, 33 game juncture that we're at right now in the regular season. Uh, but before we do that, in a true homage to the NBA, the NBA recently renamed their awards after a bunch of their players to make them more accurately, or not accurate, but just to make them like more representative of like some of the greats who've actually played the game. And I don't understand why hockey has not done this yet either they have a whole bunch of awards named after like who the hell's lady bing or like art ross like you would think that art ross was this like high scoring prolific score from back in the like 1920s um apparently i think he only played like one or two games in the nhl or something like that <laughs> the don yeah. cherry awards <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly like don cherry has as much right to the art ross trophy as <laughs> So I think we need to uh, rename some of these awards and then try Wait, and come Robert, up with our Robert, picks you, for them. Are you criticizing the NHL of not being modern? <laughs> are you? Um, I would never. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the NHL criticism section is coming up soon. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll Seems like it's that. a brand. Every, not every, every goddamn episode, I feel like there's an NHL criticism section. <laughs> um, I guess I'm just a negative guy, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so maybe we can start with the, the aforementioned Art Ross trophy. Um, obviously, we, we can't choose who we're awarding it to because it's not a subjective award. Um, but I, I feel like Wyatt's going to challenge me on that in some way or another. But Connor McDavid should be the Art Ross trophy winner right now. Um, Wyatt, do you have thoughts otherwise as to who deserves the Art Ross right now? <laughs> are, we, are we updating the award names first or are we doing the, the players first? Yeah, that's true. Maybe we can update the award names first. Let's just do that. Maybe we can give them the new award. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Screw the Art Ross. I run this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank you for uh, taking the reins there, Wyatt. Um, so I said, drink my eggnog. What should we rename the Art Ross? Do you think, uh, Wyatt? Do you, gotta, do you have a, a pick off the top of your head? Who is a like? Who is the obvious choice? Do you think? uh it's goal is it points or is it goals points points oh yeah it's gotta be Gretzky then 100% name it Gretzky yeah so Gretzky I think is the obvious choice he's scored over 200 points like what four times in a season which is pretty ridiculous no one else has ever done it once so I I'm cool with that Scott what do you think I mean yeah you can't argue with Gretzky but if you had to choose one to replace him maybe Mario Lemieux yeah, Lemieux is the only guy who ever got close. He got 199 points one year. Um, mm. And in terms of, like, most Art Ross trophies ever won, I feel like if I'm going to give a third pick, um, I feel like Gordie Howe's got quite a few of them. Um, 
Yarmir Yager has a surprising number of art Ross trophies as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I think though we're pretty okay as a group going with the calling it the Wayne Gretzky award, or should we call it the Connor McDavid award now? Just preemptively get ahead of it and yeah. like look like geniuses 15 years from now. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. So the Connor <laughs> McDavid award. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm just going to look up most art Ross trophy wins. Quickly, I think I think Connor McDavid we is, is projected. I think he's projected about 156 points this year, which just seems ridiculous. <laughs> like it doesn't even seem like it's real anymore. Just like again, oh, just another casual 156 points. Yeah, so, so turns out, yeah, Gordy Howe and Mario Lemieux are tied with six. Art Ross wins, and Wayne Gretzky has ten. But Connor McDavid, I think, is at. Let's see, how many has Connor McDavid won? It's got at least three that yeah, I can see. Quick <laughs> um, math. He has four, and he's well on his way to a fifth. Jesus. So, um, and how, yeah, how let's preemptively name the Economy David Award. I'm okay with that. Okay, how, sweet. How, how old is he now? Like 23? 25. He's born in 97. Oh, okay. Uh, ridiculous. Regardless. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute insanity. Um, so yeah, the Connor McDavid, the winner of the inaugural Connor McDavid award is Connor McDavid. Congratulations, <laughs> Connor McDavid. Um, so we're going to move on to the Hart Trophy, I think should be next on the list. So the Hart Trophy awarded to the league's MVP. Um, Scott, maybe I'll toss it to you to make your first choice of who you think should be the, the renamed. That's or, hard. Or the new, the new namesake for the Hart Trophy. The league's MVP. Oh, man. Do you want me to look up most Hart Trophy wins? <laughs> or should I do that after we make our picks so we can see how sure, well yeah, we did it? Let's do it after. Yeah. Um, I'm just wondering, is Wyatt going to be picked up on here with everything that's going on? Like, is it coming through the oh, microphone? I don't know. Let's, okay. just, let's just roll with it. <laughs> yeah, fuck Wyatt. What do you guys to say? It's just us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it re- it records the MP3 file like okay. through through Zoom, so it should be okay. Cool. If anything, our audio is going to be fucked. That was just <laughs> <laughs> good. Good stall. Good stall. So uh, <laughs> the MVP. Oh, that's hard. So we gave the first one to Connor McDavid. So we can't give this one to Connor McDavid. By which I mean we can't name it after Connor McDavid. We can I mean, still we give could. it to Connor McDavid. We could still name it after him. I guess. Like there's no rules that say a draft can't play football. Okay, so. okay. I'm gonna call it the Carey Price Award. No, that's I agree. I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's won he, he has won it. So look at the team he played for forever. Yeah. Oh god. Well yeah, he, he definitely dragged that team to respectability. I quickly, I quickly looked up how many Hart Trophy went, like the most amount that a player has won, and Gretzky has won that one nine times. Yeah. So, so if we're not giving Gretzky the Art Ross, maybe. Yeah, give him the Hart. Give him the Hart. All right, I'm gonna throw out another name. Um, So the person who has like out carry priced carry price (laughs) and would be a similar but better selection for this would be, in my opinion, Dominic Hasek. So yeah, two goalies. Yeah. So Dominic Hasek, he uh I think he has like three heart trophy wins to his name. Um I have to double check that, but he is 
um, the guy who is very famous for just dragging a mediocre team to respectability in the Stanley Cup finals at one point. Um, that being said, I'm okay with calling it the Wayne Gretzky Award. So, sorry, Scott. I think that we uh, <laughs> 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 think that we outvoted you on that one. Or All right, fair enough. You. Gotta give Gretzky one of the awards. Yeah, so we'll give it to Gretzky. Um, should we uh, just keep going, Talks. renaming them? Yeah. So let's uh, go to the. I didn't say the Bo Horvat Bo Horvat Award. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Scott's sadly coming to the reality that Horvat's not going to be on his team for long. So <laughs> I'm still holding that hope. <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, I mean, Landeskog signed a couple of years ago, and he went right to three. <laughs> but yeah, you guys are right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to move it along to the Vesna. So again, I have no idea who George Vesna is, or if he was a good goaltender back in the day. We should name this after a goalie that people actually know and who has like been amazing in the NHL. So there's some pretty like. There's some, there's some big names that come to mind right off the top of my head, but I'll throw it to Wyatt first. Um, yeah, I think, like, I don't know. Who would be the most Vesna as I'm quickly looking it up? Uh, the Jacques Plante Award? Jacques? Jacques? Good use, use of the hard S there. Yeah, Jack, Jack Plante Award? J-O-C-K? Jacquees? Yeah. The Plante, uh, that would be good. Um, I, I think we would name this one Hasek. I would probably say to make it more modern, I think the Hasek Award because he is kind of all over the place. Or the Tim Thomas Award, either one. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> yeah, uh, the Hasek 11. Award sits okay. Uh, Scott, do you have a thought that... Uh... Um, okay, maybe like the Ken Dryden Award from way back. Yeah, Ken Dryden was definitely a solid goalie. I think he won a couple Vesnas. Or no, I think the Vesna only started in the mid '80s, actually. Oh, really? But uh, he would have won a couple Vesnas, I think. He won a bunch uh, of con Smites, right? Because he was like a huge in the playoffs. Yeah, he came in as a rookie goaltender oh, and go. won the con Smite. That might be a good. So one maybe maybe we should save that for the con Smite. <laughs> yeah, all our names, all our trophies are going to be named after goalies. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is the viable position in the in the NHL? <laughs> so, so one that one that came to mind for me was Martin Brodeur. Oh, yeah. He had a pretty huge stretch of just like nonstop Vesna winning there for a little while. But um I'd be happy with Hashik. I think Hashik is the better goalie between the two, to be honest. Better? Yeah. Yeah, at the peak of his powers, yeah. Floppier. Yeah, but that worked <laughs> back then. So, <laughs> so what do we what do we think? Uh, Broder, Plant, or Hashik? What about Patrick Waugh? Yeah, Waugh Wa is <laughs> psycho. Waugh's good, crazy person. Um, yeah. I would go, Hashik I would, is also Hashik is also kind of crazy. Yeah, um, but like, not, he's low key crazy. Well, he wants yeah. to like ban Russian athletes from like playing in the NHL right now, I think is what he said. Which, is he wrong? <laughs> I, I don't I, I feel like someone like Artemi Panarin who's like vocally anti-Putin should not be banned from playing in the NHL especially I feel like who who's that guy that's chasing that goal record that's friends with 
Vlad. Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty rough. It's like suddenly just Ovechkin gets pulled out of the NHL. Oh, man. And he'd be like, Putin? <laughs> and then the war ends immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Putin's like, I'm postponing the war until until Ovechkin's contract runs out in 2026. <laughs> oh, my God. Go, team Ovechkin. <laughs> so, anyway, where were we? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we were talking about the Vesna. Um, yeah, let's I just do that, like that would have been a good choice too. Yeah. Should we go with? What were you think? Were you saying Wyatt? I think like Patrick Waugh is a good choice too, but I think like overall, uh, I think Marty Berder probably is is a good good pick there. Isn't he like the all time leader in wins? Yeah. Yeah. A percentage, like everything. I don't know really about the percentage, but he's. Yeah, definitely up kind there. of dwindled down that road. Well, he, he, was, uh, he was at his peak, of, peak of his powers during like the trap years, so he probably does have save percentage too. Oh, that's true. That should take. He's away. pretty good at those enterprise commercials too. So yeah. All right, that's the tiebreaker. The enterprise. <laughs> we'll give it to Marty Broder. Um, all right, Jack Adams Award. So top coach. The John Tortorella Award. <laughs> yeah, <it's- laughs> I I like that. Um, Scott, <laughs> I, what do you I think, think? I don't know. Oh, sorry, I, think Dwight, I cut you off there. This this thing about the Jack Adams Award that I hate is like it's basically given to like the most improved team. And like whoever wins the Jack Adams Award is like someone who they gave like no like no preconception that he was gonna be good at his job. And then like they outperformed expectations. And so then that's the reason why he won the Jack Adams Award because they thought his team was going to be so awful and then they automatically made the playoffs. So therefore he did it all. So I think it's, I, I don't know. It's like the most improved team award really, or the so, most over. So you're saying it should be like the Bob Hartley award or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like just, I don't know, because how many, what's the stat on like how many coaches get fired the year after they win the Jack Adams award <laughs> must be high. <laughs> like, like, oh, like, I expect you to keep this pace up the entirety of your contract. <laughs> like, I don't know. You call it the, like, Gerard Gallant Award. He, he won it when he was in Vegas. And then was it the next year that he got fired? Or was it, like, two years after? Yeah, didn't he get le- left on, like, the side of the road? <laughs> so, yeah. Like... <laughs> Wasn't that with Florida? Oh, that was with Florida. You're right. And then did he win it with Vegas? He won or... it with Vegas. And then he, I think he had a couple of years before he got, like, yeah. going to Vegas um yeah no that was florida sorry my bad um yeah so why what is what is your pick ultimately then do you think uh i don't know give it to somebody who's like kind of funny like the daryl sittler or no daryl sutter award there we go that's his name daryl sutter award yeah. yeah scott what do you think got some ideas but you go next all right so <laughs> My unfunny pick is the Scotty Bowman Award, but, oh, my, yeah. but my funnier pick would be the Bruce Boudreau Award. <laughs> the Bruce Boudreau. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. like he's got this. Se- what does he have? Like the second best win percentage in regular season of all time, behind Scotty Bowman. But like, pretty damn good coach. So, oh, and he's what, about the, what about what about Ken Hitchcock? That's a good name. Yeah, the Hitchcock. Okay. The Mike Babcock Award. <laughs> yes. How how is that? And then Mike Babcock has to be, he has to present it every single time. He can't not present it. 
And then he no, gets to how many times do you get to say Mike Babcock in in one entire sentence? <laughs> the Mike Babcock presents the Mike Babcock recipient of the Mike Babcock award. Sponsored by Mike Babcock's Babcocks. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, while we're at it, we could just like throw all those other dirtbag coaches like Joel. Well, <laughs> I guess they're not dirt. Well, no, kind of dirtbag. I was like, Joel Quenville is on that list of like disgraced former. I assume he wanted Jack Adams at some point. Um, oh, yeah. for, for, for a serious one, what about Pat Burns? That would have been good. Yeah, Patty Burns would be good. Yeah. Pat Quinn? We just called the Pat Award. Pat Quinn. <laughs> yeah, just the Pat Award. <laughs> Whoever his name's Pat gets, the, gets it automatically. <laughs> Or we could call it like the pat on the back and then have pat in quotes or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go with the pat award. That works. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Calder. Oh, wait, are we are we saying who, who wait, do, are we saying who gets it or no? No, I just decided to, we'll, we'll come back to that. Okay. All right. The Calder is a tough one because you can only be a rookie once. Yeah. <laughs> so who's the best? So rookie? who's the best rookie? Like, right, I, I, I'll go first. There's um, an obvious pick, and I, I am wearing the hat of the team, and Winnipeg is living in the city of the oh, team. I was thinking that one, too. No, it's clearly the Michael Bunting Award. <laughs> <laughs> pick the oldest rookie of all time, and then that is the award well, name. <laughs> hold on a sec, Wyatt. I hate to uh, burst your bubble here, but Sergei Makarov won the, the Calder Award when he was 30 years old. Really? And they changed the age requirement. They, they changed it that there was an age requirement after that because they decided no more Russian players could come over just in their like thirties and win the award. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, I'm going to put my name in for the Michael Bunting award. <laughs> yeah. um, Scott, what do you think? Well, I'm going to go not with where we were both thinking. Um, uh, oh, God. That's all I was thinking of. Go ahead. Okay. So I'm going with the <laughs> obvious choice. Everyone remembers what a stellar rookie performance it was from this guy back in the early 2000s. I'm talking, of course, about the Barrett Jackman Award. <laughs> <laughs> the Teppo Nuneman Award. <laughs> yes, oh, Barrett Jackman Carlisle was a Calder award? Trophy winner. <laughs> the Randy Carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're going on that tangent, then the Tyler Myers Award. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can these names... Like, can they just, like, ironically name all the awards? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I like it. Let's go, with the Let's go with the Tyler Myers. And just, like, just so we actually don't go past it without saying it, Timu Solani was what we were all thinking. I <laughs> <laughs> scored 76 goals in his rookie season. So, got to give him props for that. But, uh, no, Tyler Myers. Go with that. He just got, um, he just got honored. Not Tyler Myers, but Timu Solani just got honored in uh, Winnipeg. Got his oh, number yeah. retirement. Yeah. With a nice. tempo tournament. Finish night. Cool. Double fin. So I think next, uh, maybe we can go with the, I guess, what is left, really? That's like a major word. Lady Bing. Lady, Lady Bing. <laughs> Lady Bing. <laughs> I don't even remember. this like gentlemanly. That's kind of boring. Um, <laughs> okay, fine. We can rename the Lady Bing. So, uh, Scott, you seem pretty interested in renaming the Lady Bing. Do you have an idea? The Phil Kessel Award. 
how many hot dogs can you eat? <laughs> sitting. That's how you, that's how how you decide it. How many hits does that guy have in his career? <laughs> like, like 20? <laughs> um, uh, Wyatt, do you have any ideas for the, the, the Lady Bing rename? Uh, well, Frank Boucher in 1925 won it seven times. Uh, okay. I, still, I don't know who that is, but uh, <laughs> I would think, uh, let's see, who would best exemplify the Lady Bing Award? Uh, like Matthew Kachuk, I think. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, like someone who tries to start fights and then turtles immediately and doesn't want to fight with people and, does, and tries to like start, like try to get penalties on the other team. And just someone who's just so annoying to play with or against. I'm just going to, I feel like Paul Korea was gentlemanly. I'm going to go with Paul Korea. I like that one. Yeah. Um, Ron Francis? Yeah, Ron Francis would be good too. Yeah. Um, yeah, Rod so the Bod? Not, no Rod the Bod, no. <laughs> doing Rod the Bod. Um, I mean, we could make our own Rod the Bod award. Just give it to the most cut NHLer each year. Jacob Chick. that's that's the analysis sounds like he's cut that's the analysis i heard on sports center i I heard someone say that he is ripped i was like really that's the analysis we're giving he's muscular that's great (laughs) (laughs) that's why you should trade for him ripped (laughs) so we're between um kessel boucher (laughs) frank boucher um korea I go Korea. Korea. Who was Ron Francis? Scott, who did you say again? Kessel. You said Kessel. Did you know Kessel has 184 hits in a 17-year career? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's amazing. That's actually a great – you should say that for the crazy stat of the the, – Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I'm okay with Korea. Um, Yeah. Maybe we'll go with uh, moving it on, moving on to the Con Smythe. We were talking about that before. Also so, the oh, in the Norris, yeah, man, I missed quite a few. Um, all right, so the Con Smythe playoff MVP. I think we already alluded to Ken Dryden's candidacy, but um, other options could be like the JSG Gear Award. Scott Niedermeyer, <laughs> biggest shoulder pad. <laughs> Scott Niedermeyer, you said. Yeah, I think that'd be good. Yeah. Scott, the Logan Couture Award. Logan Couture, interesting. Or, or the, or everyone's favorite, the Alex Burroughs Award. For that, <laughs> well, if you're gonna amazing... go with the Canuck, it has to be the Trevor Linden Award. Oh, okay, yeah, that'd be that'd be good too. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the best playoff performances that I can remember from recent years would be Leon Dreisaitl last year playing on one leg and scoring mm-hmm. two points per game. And Eric Carlson also playing on one leg from like six years ago, but neither of those guys actually made it to the Stanley Cup final. So I don't know if we could count them. I think it's got to be not a star. Yeah. yeah. So someone who's just like absolutely tears up. Oh, Cam Ward could be a good one because he won the Consmith Carolina. The Archer's Herbe Award. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what about like the Justin Williams award? Yeah, that'd, that'd be good actually, Mr. Game Seven. Yeah, I like he that. Has the most amount of game winners, right? In play in a in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. I I'm in favor of Justin Williams. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. All right. So the Norris. 
the Tyler Fockers Award. <laughs> <laughs> or the Luke Shen Award. Or the, Who's the, yourself, Wyatt? <laughs> the Tucker, Tucker Pullman Award. Or so the Jim uh, Benning Award. Because he was also a defenseman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just pick any any uh, D that's not named Quinn Hughes on that team. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that Burroughs guy? Kyle Burroughs? Yeah, the Kyle Burroughs Award. <laughs> Always got to have a Burroughs on your team. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, in, in all seriousness, though, like... Wait, this is about being serious? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's the Bobby Orr Award, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that guy. <laughs> like, about, Lindstrom has maybe a case, but Bobby Orr. I was going to say Lindstrom, no? I think, yeah, that's true. I still think it's Bobby Orr because he, what did he win? Probably like eight straight or something like that at one point. Like he was just on is that modern though? Like is that, is that modern enough? Yeah. Does it have to be modern? I don't know. Was the NBA it, modern? I think some of them were, some weren't. Yeah. Sort of curiosity. I'm, cool. I'm cool with the Bobby Orr award. Yeah, we can go Lidstrom. He won a ton as well. Yeah. Let's go Lidstrom. Um, okay, so after Norris, I feel like there's one more that I wanted to mention. Selkie, so defensive forward. Um, I feel like this is probably the Patrice Bergeron award. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even though he's who, still playing. Who, who, yeah, who else said, like, Kopitar maybe? But I don't even know. The Bob Gainey award. Yeah, Bob Gainey was the guy who was, like, I think that they started the award for. Um, Sammy Paulson back in the day was really good defensively. Um, Yeri Lettinen. Pavel Datsuk had a few too, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Either Ganey or Bergeron, probably, if we're being serious. Yeah. If we're not yeah. being if we're not being serious, who's like the most leaky forward, like plays no defense <laughs> at all? The Mark The one who coasts on the back check. <laughs> I was going to say the Jonathan Huberto award, but we don't have any flames. That's, that's only that's only for this year, though. I think Hubes, Huberto was good last year, wasn't he? No, he wasn't last year. He's actually better this year. Oh, is he? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> He's playing for Sutter. Yeah, exactly. He's playing for Sutter. Um, Patrick Line would be a good choice too. Oh yeah, that'd be a good one too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just ironically call it the the Jets Blake forwards. Ward, award. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pick any Jets top six forward in your G to G, really. <laughs> or the or the the Jet Miller Award. That'd be good too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you see yeah. that sick pass against Minnesota? Unreal. <laughs> tape to tape. tape, tape <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> Million bucks, baby. Yeah. yeah, give that guy twelve million dollars. <laughs> I was also reminding myself of the Alex Galchenyuk pass um, in in overtime against the Montreal Canadiens in Game Five of that first round series. So Galchenyuk, Kovalev would be a good Kovalev. one. Yeah, and he hurt his finger and then and then ran into I mean, his own. Guy. I mean, we've already kind of given a Phil Kessel award in some ways. Although that went to Korea, but we could give it to Phil Kessel too. Yeah. Yeah, let's go with Shifley. <laughs> <Sick>. <laughs> All right. Thank you. 
So uh, the NBA also uh, has some interesting awards that I think the NHL could stand to add to their list of uh, well awards. So one of them is the most improved player. I feel like that could be pretty fun to, to give out. So um, who would we want to name that one after, do you think? Hmm. That's a tough one, Ed. The Tage Thompson Award? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that would be good because he would have probably earned it last year, so we don't we can't just like give it to him that right now that wouldn't be your pick in advance. Well, you could technically because he's just like doubled up his productivity. Or like Jason Robertson Award. <laughs> let's go with let's go with Tage. I like Tage. Um because Robertson had 40 goals last year. He was pretty solid. Yeah. And uh Another one, maybe we could do a defensive defenseman award since like the, the Norris always seems to like divide voters on how they're supposed to vote. So for a defensive defenseman award, um, like Mark Edward Vlasic could be a good pick or like the Rod Langway if we're going a bit further into the past. Um, I don't know, do you guys have any picks for that? Uh, the Hampus Lindholm award? Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. I'm blanking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, maybe we'll just go with, like, what do you guys think between those three? All right, so I think maybe we can just go with, uh, I don't know, Flazic for that one. Defensive <laughs> defenseman. <laughs> Some hard-hitting analysis. <laughs> yeah, sounds good to me. All right, so now we should uh, award the actual awards to players. So we already did the uh, – wasn't Art Ross. It was the Connor McDavid to Connor McDavid. So yeah. <laughs> let's go with the new Hart Trophy. So the, I think it was Wayne Gretzky we decided upon. Yeah. So who is deserving of the Wayne Gretzky Award this year? I'm going to toss it to Wyatt first. Uh, so that would be like the MVP. Eh? I would have to yeah. say Connor Hellebuck, really. That team would not be where it is without Connor Hellebuck. And this is, I'm going to phone in the whole Jets bias thing. So again, like, yeah, Connor Hellebuck hasn't been, hasn't been himself. Then the Jets would be probably in the basement of the league. So I would say Hellebuck is an easy choice. That's a solid pick. Uh, Scott, what do you think? I'd give it to Leon Dreisaitl this year. Interesting. <laughs> um, didn't want to give it to McDavid. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I'm just going to give it to McDavid. I think that <laughs> I don't need, to, I don't need to overthink this one. He's got like two points a game. How about um, Tage? Though? He's a human highlight reel. Yeah, no, Tage is up there, but uh, Buffalo's not that good, so. <laughs> Hard to award it to a guy who's on a team that's going to miss the playoffs like fairly easily, I think. And we're um, talking about McDavid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Robertson's sure. been good, but he's slowed down a little bit the last few I'm weeks. Sure fans going to kill me for that comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stefan's not here. He should have joined if he didn't want to have one other slander. <laughs> so uh, maybe we'll move on to... I think it was our Vesna replacement, which did we say Marty Broder? So the Broder Award. Um, yeah, and I guess we don't need to come up with a consensus. We can all just make our own picks for this. Because um, I, I did think that your Hellebuck pick was pretty smart for the 
mm-hmm. for the Gretzky Award. Or, yeah, the Gretzky Award. So, uh, let's go with, let's see. Uh, Scott, do you have any idea which goalie you would choose for the Broder? Don't all goalies suck this year? That's <laughs> kind of what I've learned. Well, we did have we did have the one that Wyatt nominated earlier that we could say is a, is like probably you know, the front to runner. The, to the last episode of the podcast where we shit on every goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did shit on. Yeah, apparently the league average save percentage this year is like nine oh three or something. Oh my god. <laughs> it's beer league. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to the league leader in save percentage, Linus Allmark. Ooh. Yeah, he's been pretty unreal. It's got to be hard for you, Scott, since you drafted <laughs> Lena Solmark. It is hard. In, 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 a, in a pool this. that I was in with you last year. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a big man. To, exactly where my brain was going. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a big man to uh, still see him for the, the wonderful season that he's putting forth this year, despite the, the hard feelings. Um, Wyatt, who are you uh, thinking for the Broder? Easy choice, obviously Hellebuck as the heart winner and the Vesna. Same, same. Yeah, it's fair. Um, <laughs> I mean, I probably honestly say Hellebuck, but it would be boring not to make a third other pick. So <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Elias Sorokin. So uh-huh. his his numbers have been pretty unreal. They've they're pretty similar to what they were last year, but the difference is. That was in a Barry Trotz system last year. This year, under Lane Lambert, apparently the team is like a lot leakier. And <laughs> they're one of the, I think, bottom, they're in the bottom third of the league, I'm pretty sure, for goals, um, expected goals against. But Sorokin and Varlamov actually have both really uh, done a great job so far in net for them, proving that it's not just uh, Trotz and Mitch Korn that elevated their stats. Hellebuck also has the second most shots against. That's interesting. Yeah, no, Hellebuck's been a beast. Who's the goals saved above expected? Oh, I have question. a goal saved above say, expected leader. I'll say I'll save my my clip for when we talk about stats. I have a cool stat. Okay, so I'm gonna try and quickly look up goals saved above expected, and. Um, while I'm doing that, perhaps we can start talking about the Jack Adams, which is now renamed. Um, what did we end up landing on for that one? Do you remember? Uh, which one? It's the Tortorella for the Babcock <laughs> or the Boudreau or something. I don't know if we came to a consensus on that one. I think we said Boud- Boudreau. Okay, sure. Let's go with- the Bowman? Maybe the Bowman. Or the Babcock. Bruce, Bruce, there it is. Yeah, let's go with the Bruce. There it is. So, oh no, it was the pat on the back. Um, Yeah, yeah, pat pat award. So, uh, who do you think deserves the pat award, Wyatt? Uh, I would say just quickly looking at the standings. Um, ah. Probably like it's it's uh it's probably Jim Montgomery. Uh, or I guess like if I want to be more biased, it's more it's uh Rick Bonus. But again, I think it's Jim <laughs> Montgomery like, <laughs> for for like 
the Boston's been unreal this year, and he's been what out of the league for a year now or the two years. So yeah, like it's a feel good story. Like you know, the whole substance abuse issues and like kind of getting clean, and then coming back and like just absolutely dominating. So as much as it hurts me giving it to Boston, probably him. Yeah. Okay. Stat update. Um, <laughs> Linus Olmark leads the league in goal saved above expected with 17.5, but he's tied with Elias Sorokin actually. So they're both at the same in wow. third place though. The milkman, Karel Vimelka. <laughs> yes, the milkman. Oh, unbelievable. Fighter yeah, of the, the milkman is delivering right now. Impressive playing for Arizona. Fighter of the Order day, man. And Hellebuck is in fourth. And Carter Hart actually in fifth. Pretty impressive. Leader of the shot of the Shalgren. So just imagine how bad <laughs> Arizona and Philadelphia would be without Vimelka <laughs> and Carter Hart. Oh man. Um. So yeah. So we had Jim Montgomery, I think, was your final pick. Is that what you said? Yeah. Wyatt? Um, yeah. Scott, what are you thinking for the – I'm going to go with your favorite, Windy <laughs> Ruff. <laughs> Fire him. Fire him now. <laughs> you know what? They've, they lost six in a row going into tonight. Fire him. <laughs> but yeah, Lindy Ruff's a good choice, uh, especially based on expectations. Um, and they're doing it without good goaltending too, which is what's wild. And speaking of low expectations and doing it without good goaltending, should I give it to Dave Haxtall? I can't honestly oh. do Like, I cannot do that. <laughs> you ripped on him every episode last Yeah, week. I can't do Dave but, Haxtall. That was, but that that was goatee? At least that disgusting goatee. for me to no. even say. Um, <laughs> so instead of that, I think I'm going to have to go with uh, – gonna have to be a homer here and go with Sheldon <laughs> Keefe I think Ugh. now I know that people were expecting Toronto to be good but they have lost the most man games to injury of all teams in the NHL this year including their top three <laughs> defensemen for a very long period of time and they've still been just like unreal defensively that while dealing with like guys who should not be good goaltenders, but the system has just made them good goaltenders. Okay, I, I get it. You guys don't want me to talk about Sheldon Keefe. I can see from your hand. Just gesture. give it to Mike Babcock already. <laughs> <laughs> we all know it's Mike Babcock pulling the strings behind, behind the <laughs> The real puppet master. <laughs> um, sure. So we'll move on now to the formerly known as Norris, now Bobby Orr. No, sorry, Nicholas Lidstrom Award. So the Nick Lidstrom, um, yeah, pretty hotly contested, I'd say, this year. Some pretty good seasons coming in from defensemen. Um, Wyatt, do you have a pick you want to say right off the top? Obviously, it is Josh Norrissey. Clearly, (laughs) he has, like, 36 assists and, like, six goals, and so – uh, this award usually goes for the highest scoring defenseman. So again, uh, I think Josh Morrissey is uh, one of the leading candidates right now. So he has 32 assists and six goals. Same. So you're close, same, but if it goes to the highest scoring defenseman, then let, let me uh, offer to you the option of Eric Carlson who is turning back time right now for the San Jose Sharks. Um, I don't know if I necessarily believe that he should win the award, but I just thought I would throw that out there. <laughs> um, Scott, do you have any thoughts for uh, the Norris right now? Well, since you guys took the top two, I'm going to have to take the third top scoring defenseman. 
Rasmus, you're Robin's boy, Darlene. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I did not expect him to be up there that high. I thought he was a an a, a awful first round pick. <laughs> He's been solid this year. Um, one that I've seen some people talking about is uh, Adam Fox is apparently having an even better year than he had the year that he won the the Norris, uh, just in terms of like advanced stats but also points um he's been unreal so he's he's worthy of consideration and of course you got to like throw kale mccarr in there why not i mean it's probably going to be kale mccarr at the end of the day but we, <laughs> we do need to give it up to the amazing starts that josh morrissey sorry josh norrissey and eric <laughs> carlson have been having so kudos to them um all right so maybe we'll move it along to the award formerly known as the calder which is now known as, did we come to a consensus on this one? The Tyler Myers? Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, I think it was the, or I was going to say the Michael Bunting, but yeah, okay. Yeah, Tyler Myers. <laughs> I think we all enjoyed our own choices on that one. <laughs> Honestly, I just remembered my other choice was the Frank McCool Award, just because Frank McCool has a sweet name. He was a goalie <laughs> who played for the Leafs too, so I get to be a homer. <laughs> and he apparently won like a bunch of games in his rookie season, then only won like two more games the rest of his NHL career. <laughs> People figured him out. So. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't Terry also a winner of the Oh, yeah. he may have been. And then he won like the Vezina the next year too. Yeah, um, ooh, Jim Carrey would have been a good one for, oh no, if he won the Calder, maybe not. Um, anyway, we're, we're getting <laughs> off track. So the Tyler Myers Award. So uh, maybe I'll give my my thoughts on this one first. Um, I think you got to go with Matty Beniers for this one. That's, that's what I'm thinking. He's legitimately been a really solid two-way uh, forward for Seattle, and they're winning. And I feel like the impact of Matty Beniers has something to do with that. Um, Wyatt, what do you think? I think you got to go with Cole Perfetti, uh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Can I make everyone words right a, now? <laughs> a, Jets, a Jets winner. Yeah. Uh, Cole Perfetti's third in scoring behind whoever Matthias McAnelli is. Uh, so, yes, Michelli. <laughs> yeah, whatever. And so, yeah, whatever. Uh, and so, uh, yeah. Matthias Machiavelli. Yeah, yeah, Nicolo Machiavelli. Holy dark, Jerry. And as we discussed, we can't give any awards to teams that are garbage, <laughs> like yeah. Buffalo or Arizona. And any so. games played in Arizona are not real NHL games because. So you got to go with Cole Perfetti. He's unreal. Uh, and yeah, I think I think he's having a, a great season. So give it to him. All right, Scott. Um, <laughs> who's left? <laughs> well, I don't know who's left. Okay, so I'll give you two names that some people have been talking about. Uh, Logan Thompson would be one. <laughs> oh. And Owen Power is another. Because Owen Power doesn't have the stats, like the points, but he's apparently just like logging some of the hardest minutes in the NHL and doing well at it. Interesting. Okay. I go with Owen Power, sure. Yeah, why not? You look like the smart advanced stats guy then. Yeah. <laughs> but, what about Nils? Nils Amon. What about him? Who? <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, 
You don't know Nils Amon? I pride myself on knowing like a thousand different names <laughs> in the NHL, and I don't know who the hell you're talking about. Scott, who is Nils Amon? I don't know. Never heard of him. He's on, on the, the Canucks. He's, he's, a, he's on the Vancouver Canucks. <laughs> like, is he actually, though? <laughs> yeah. Funny thing is, he's, he's definitely not even the best Nils that's a rookie. <laughs> Nils Lundqvist would have to be, I'm pretty sure. Maybe. Nils Lundqvist 30, still classifies. He's played 31 games. He has five points. Unbelievable. So, <laughs> got Got to go with him, I think. Mm. For sure. Like someone's got to play those grinder minutes. Um, <laughs> so maybe, uh, I guess we never renamed the Maurice Rocket Richard Award, but I'm pretty okay with it being the Rocket Richard. Yeah, <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. we should go to the formerly known as uh, Selkie, which I think we decided on. Ooh, was it the Mark Shifley Award? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so best defensive <laughs> forward. Who do we choose for that for this year? Um, this is one of the ones that honestly I don't know a ton about. I just listen to what the smart people have to say. And then if I really want, if I really care, then I go diving into like Money Puck or something or some advanced stats website, but I didn't do that much work this time around. So uh, apparently Patrice Bergeron is killing it again this year. So we'll give it to him. <laughs> do you guys, uh, Scott, do you have any thoughts on this one? Um, I'm gonna go with the Homer pick, bro Horvat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was the best defensive forward. <laughs> forward right yeah. I, I mean, well I, well, I can't go with JT Miller anymore. So, <laughs> oh man, I guess I'll go with Joe Pavelski. His uh, his plus minus is off the charts. Oh point. yeah, and you love, love plus minus. Is twenty plus twenty two? Can you believe that? I can. <laughs> I feel like that's not that good. Considering he plays with Robertson, yeah. Robertson is plus twenty. Yeah, how many points have they scored? I have. I have no. That doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> this chart only tells me about plus minus. Right. Yeah, it's only plus minus. He it has thirty one points. <laughs> thirty one points in thirty three games. That's pretty good. Okay, well, I'm just going to give you a little breakdown of plus minus. <laughs> Robertson has 40 points and he's plus 20. And he's also been on the ice for other guys who score points. He's been on the ice for more goals scored against than goals for. Actually, Robertson has 47 points. Yeah, I was approximating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's oh. not get into the minutiae of plus minus. We'll all get part two confused. <laughs> Beer league hockey. If I can get on the ice while somebody's in the process of scoring, I'll do it. Yeah, that's that's, that's got to pad those stats. That's the point of hockey, isn't it? Do you actually get stats in beer league? Like, yeah. do, is there like a website that holds it and stuff? They used to. Okay. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> All right. So uh, I guess we have we can't do the con smite unless we want to just like go all for broke and. <laughs> choose someone randomly uh, i pick matt murray <laughs> yeah did we name what did we rename it again the ken dryden or... yeah okay yeah matt murray sure i'll go with uh let's see who do i think is gonna win um yeah give it to 
Give it to Ilya Samsonov. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the former the Ken Dryden, formerly known as Con Smythe. And why didn't I decide to split the Toronto net for that one? <laughs> you dicks. <laughs> All right, then Michael Bunting. Yeah, sounds good. All right, that, that'll, that'll ensure that Toronto makes it past the first round this year. No one cares about Matthews or Marner or Nylander. No. <laughs> um, yeah, they're, we all know they don't show up during the playoff time, so it's going to be it's going to be some of the role players this time. Uh, all right, so we'll go ahead and move on to the uh, maybe one of the re- one of the new awards. The so the most improved player, aka the Tage Thompson Award. Who are we giving it to? Wyatt. Ooh, most improved player. Um, well, can I just give it to Tage Thompson? Wasn't sure. he wasn't he supposed to be a fourth line player, and now he's like an all star? Yeah. So yeah, his uh, I'll 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 stay out of the stats for now because I'm leaving that for the next segment. But uh, Scott, do you have any thoughts for most improved? Oh, year over year. Did we give it to Tage Thompson yet? Yeah, that's why I just <laughs> give it to Tage Thompson. <laughs> Someone refused like to trade. Like, Tage who's Tage come Thompson out of nowhere now? more than that? Arbor Jackash. <laughs> <laughs> From oh, Costco wi- to the NHL? Wi Fi? Yeah, that'd be pretty yeah, good. Yeah, from Wi Fi password to the NHL. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be. Uh, who else? What, what is... is this Wi Fi password? Oh, just his name looks like a bunch of randomly selected <laughs> characters. Which so is like, I thought it was like. Wi-Fi. Isn't that kind of offensive? But like, guys, that's. No, I think it's his teammates. Oh, that's awesome. That's like, that's hockey culture, really. So... <laughs> So culturally sensitive. Big part of the (laughs) (laughs) He's like actually the most common name in uh, in Albania or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd probably say him. I don't know. Nylander's been really good this year. Yeah, but he was pretty solid the year before. Yeah. Or like, I mean, uh, we're all skipping the obvious choice. Crosby. Josh Norrissey. Oh, true. That'd be good. He's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I feel like him and like Eric Carlson could, but Eric Carlson was a superstar before, so it feels weird giving it to him. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I guess like that's a pretty good, pretty good pick. Yeah. Or even Rasmus Dahlin. Like, yeah. A lot of these Buffalo Sabres guys are just like putting up unreal numbers. Yeah. Like um, Tyler maybe somebody we're missing that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Unfortunately, my list of top scores only goes to 23, so <laughs> just leave it there. Um, all right, so defensive defenseman. So the Vlasic, I think we might have named it. Yeah. So let's see. Who do we have for the Vlasic? I know of one player who perennially would get this that I'm thinking of. Uh, maybe I'll just say it, Jacob Slavin. Oh, yeah. I feel like he usually is uh, right near the top for best defensive defenseman. Um, Wyatt, do you have a name in mind? Going with my boy, Hampus Lindholm. I knew you were going to say Hampus Lindholm. (laughs) He's the only good defenseman on my team. (laughs) (laughs) Except for for Dennis Malamira, whatever his name, or Daniil Malamira, whatever. Daniil Miramit. 
Mirror Manoff? Man and Mirror? Mirror Manoff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah. I'm going to double up on Owen Power. Nice. Oh, this guy looks so smart right now, Scott. Oh, man. So, so advanced. So, so much. Your stats are so advanced. Are you not <laughs> giving it to Ryan Graves? <laughs> oh, actually, in, in reality, Jonas Siegenthaler or uh, John Marino would be good picks. <laughs> the New Jersey Devils have been unreal defensively, and those are the guys yeah. that are in charge. Thanks to Lindy Ruff. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we've done our awards. That segment took us like a whole freaking hour. Um, <laughs> let's see what we have for segment number two. Um, if you want to, okay, so we're moving on to our most mind-blowing stat that we have selected from this year. Many were teased and alluded to in the previous segment, but mm. uh, Wyatt, do you have a mind-blowing stat that you would like to lead us off with? Just anything that is basically through the first 30 or so games that is just like ridiculous to think about that you would have never predicted. Yeah. I th- well, I can't, I'm not as accurate, but it's like pretty impressive. I think Connor Hellebuck has a better save percentage when enduring 40 plus shots than he does when he does not get 40 plus shots. So like, it's like a nine thirty or nine forty save percentage. If he, if he like stops 40 pucks or more, uh, comparatively to like not stopping that many, which is why he, I think he likes seeing the most amount of shots because like he's better when he does. So that's why he did so well in a Paul Murray system before. Exactly. Which is, <laughs> like, I guess he was the one guy who's like, oh man, I can't believe he's leaving. But oh. then Rick Bonus comes in and Rick Bonus is the exact same yeah. <laughs> structure. So he's like, oh great, nice. There we go. Now, counterintuitively, uh, I think actually most goalies prefer to see more pucks. I think they can just get in the zone more. So I'm not surprised by that stat, to be honest. Um, oh, but it is cool. still like, it does still stand out that he hasn't like a 940 or something save percentage when he faces 40 or more shots. It's pretty crazy. So that's a Thatcher Demko. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thatch. Um, so, Scott, do you have any stats that you would like to draw from? Well, I did a lot of research, <laughs> and Kate Thompson is currently on pace for 67 goals and 128 points. Yeah, so Scott was just reading off my uh, my notepad that I <laughs> I wrote six different items down on, so at least wow. I came to this with some research done, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Tage was number one on there. Um just a couple shout outs to again Eric Carlson and Josh Morrissey, who are respectively on pace for 102 and 97 points this year, which is just ridiculous to say. Um, both would be better than Roman Yossi's 96 point season last year, which felt like insane already. Um, what's, what's so the next one I wanted to talk about was uh, I feel like we've been hearing in the news or like from hockey analysts a lot about Colorado, how they are doing so well consider or they're doing well considering how many man games they've lost and how they had like five out of their top six missing uh for a, a decent chunk of time there like in their forward ranks and so i decided to look up the nhl rankings for most man games lost this season assuming colorado would be at the top but they're actually in fourth and hmm. the teams ahead of them are the aforementioned toronto maple leafs that's why i had to give sheldon keith that uh 
that love there. They're number one for most man games lost. Philadelphia Flyers are number two, but like all of that basically is because of Sean Couturier and Ryan Ellis, I think. <laughs> um, and then like Tony D'Angelo, healthy scratching, and just John Tortorella, healthy scratching guys probably plays into that. Um, <laughs> actually, no, I don't know if that counts for man games lost. <laughs> then they have uh, the Washington Capitals are third. Uh, in Washington, I do feel like I've read about having a lot of injuries, um, like Backstrom, obviously, being out for the season. Um, yeah, I feel like there's been a decent number there. So, yeah, Colorado has still lost a lot of man games, but it's interesting they're only fourth. And so uh, when you think about where the Leafs rank, uh, it's pretty bewildering to think of how well that they've they've been doing so far in the regular season. Um, when you think about like a team as amazing as Colorado having lost fewer man games, but are like in the last wild card spot in the West. So yeah, props to, to the Leafs for what they've done so far. I know it doesn't matter because it's the regular season, but still props. Um, all right. Other stat, Martin Jones, he has played 22 games so far this season. He has an 889 save percentage. Holy fuck. He has won 14 of those games. <laughs> Woo! <It's a> wow. <laughs> Makes no Rolling sense. my fantasy team into relevancy. <laughs> so yeah, Dave Haxtall, somehow your system is winning the team games, but not goalie friendly at all. <laughs> Although it's that that's it is Martin Jones. It is Martin Jones, though. <laughs> but I, I was looking at Philip Grubauer's hockey DB, and he had like a 920 career save percentage before he signed with Seattle. And now it's just like been tanked completely. <laughs> I think it's still like 913, but that's yeah, short work of it in like a year and a half. <laughs> it's gone down that much. Um, the last stat I wanted to mention. So Chris Letang coming back after the stroke, he was only out what like a week and a half, two weeks, which was crazy enough. He's played five games since he came back from that stroke. Here are the ice times that he's levied in those five games. Uh, 22-14, 27-35, 25-44, 28-13, and 27-14. So in those five games, he's averaged over 26 minutes of ice time per game. In his second game back after the stroke, he played more at five-on-five five than any other player on the Pittsburgh Penguins played in altogether ice time. <laughs> it's just insane. <laughs> like, yeah. What's the deal here? Like, does he have some sort of condition? Is it not a serious stroke, obviously? It sounded like it wasn't as serious as his first one. But still, like, it's insane to think about. I don't he understand. Seven, he, threw, he threw seven hits when he on his first game back. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, my goodness. Not taking it easy. No. Like, <laughs> yeah. Again, willing my fantasy team to re- relevance. That was Pumped. Um, so one other thing I had on here that I, actually, I feel like we don't necessarily have time for this one. So maybe we'll move on to, um, why you posted some pictures in the chat, uh, earlier <laughs> today, I think about just some, uh, Were they, selfies? <laughs> <laughs> they, they were, uh, regrettably not selfies. They were screen grabs of, um, just like some fan vote rosters put together for Team USA and Team Canada. And you were wondering if Team Canada is better than Team USA. Um, I'll let you uh, handle the brunt of this one, Wyatt, since you were the one who posted it. So uh, what are your thoughts on this? 
Is this because you didn't want to talk about it? Because you I'll, I'll, I'll get into that in a sec. <laughs> um, yeah, I think. I don't know. Okay, so if we're just talking about like goaltending, the Team USA, if they were doing like the the roster right now, like their goaltenders are Hellebuck, Ottinger, and Demko, and like Demko is arguably awful this year. Um, sorry, Scott, but really the other two goalies are are very good. Uh, and then for Canada, it's Carter Hart. Kemper and Jari, which like doesn't instill the best, comp- most confidence <laughs> in that. But overall, so I think like for the goalies, I think the USA has the advantage there. And and I guess Canada doesn't necessarily need to rely on goaltending uh, because they didn't need to in the what 2014 Olympics when like they held what Sweden to like 10 shots or 13 shots because of their like how good their decor is. And their decor, if they're doing it this year, would be Ekblad, Petrangelo, Makar, Taves. Hamilton, Uyghur, Theodore, and Shabbat. That's a pretty solid, like, yeah, that's pretty solid. And then you have, like, Fox, Pesci, McAvoy, Slavin, Carlson, Hughes, Jones, and Wierski. So I think Canada has a better decor. But for you, for Team USA, the forwards are unreal. Like, I think they're young, and they're, like, I think they're arguably better than the older aging core of Team Canada, looking at, like, Stamkos or Crosby or Bergeron, um, you know, Mark Stone, Shifley, like those aren't great. Like Brad Marchand, like I don't know, they seem to be getting and John Tavares, like isn't he like 48? So again, looking at um like just having a core of like Matthews, Brady Kachuk, uh Matthew Kachuk, Kyle Connor, perennial all-star Tage Thompson. Yeah, like it's gonna be like seems it seems like it might be a split with the forward grouping, but yeah, there seems to be some lot, a lot more older guys on team Canada than is team USA. Yeah. Um, I'm shocked that Mark Shifley made the team. Not going to lie. Yeah. that Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's a bit of surprise over here for Mackenzie Weger too on the defense. Yeah. Like he's, he's been solid, but still a little surprising to see. Yeah. Did he win the, uh, Plastic award or what to get on there? <laughs> yeah, where's Josh Norrissey on this list? I know, right? I, how is that? How is he not a part of that? But, uh, but I, I'm I'm concerned with like Hart, Kemper, and Jari as as goaltenders. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that, uh, that jumps out as like what the fuck. Yeah, yeah. it's too bad Bennington is insane and shitty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, imagine putting Bennington there. That would also be crazy. <laughs> like you would. Turn- <laughs> U.S. guys. <laughs> I don't know. I would almost argue he's better than Carter Hart, but that's only an almost. Yeah, not according to goals saved above expected. But uh, and I thought you were. I thought you were the the advanced stats guy here, Scott. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> the milk has a very Canadian sounding last name. <laughs> oh, bring in the milkman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just give him honorary Canadian citizenship, even though he plays in Arizona. <laughs> Um, so yeah the reason that i was uh, a little like not wanting to talk about this as much um as alluded to earlier is the fact that we're uh, the nhl fucking sucks and is never going (laughs) to give us best on best hockey so they've pulled out of the olympics twice they've somehow like said it's too hard to stage a world cup and the next one that we might have I think I heard is like prospectively in like 2025 or 2026 would be the soonest. Um, yeah, that just like is so disappointing. 
that'll be like what 10 years since the last one mm -hmm. i think the last one was like 2016 2017 or something like that mm -hmm. um yeah it's uh like it just sucks because you you want to be i think why you put it best when you're like the the nhl watched the fifa world cup and just said part the, like the most exciting probably world cup that we've ever seen and just like all together like heartedly said no thanks um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's like yeah we don't really need to put on a best on best exciting tournament that will like turn everyone's attention towards us we're fine is what it feels like so i'm pissed off at the nhl for that and that's going to start uh a rant segment here where i'm going to also be pissed off at gary bettman for his responses to a few things at the board of governors meeting um for one there was the nhl ads situation where like players are disappearing into the advertising on the boards that has been, <laughs> that's been implemented this year. And there's like, search it on Google. You'll find so many different screen grabs of it. But Gary Bettman didn't say like, Hey, it's a new product. We're working on it. We're like hammering out the glitches, but it'll get better. He said, actually, we have like, we have data from fans and they actually think it's better now with the, with the new board ads that the game is better with it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it just sounds like Trump, to be honest with that. Just ga gaslighting everybody. Yeah. And um, yeah, the other thing was so there's the board ads, and the other one was the idea of the play in. I'm not as pissed about this, uh, but it's still like, still should be mentioned that uh, Pierre Lebrun talked to 12 different, um, I guess, people who would be on the board of governors just like in secrecy, they did, they were like, uh, he asked them anonymously and all 12 of them said that they would happily have a play in tournament <laughs> added to the playoff uh, situation in the NHL. And then uh, Gary Bettman, when asked about it, when LeBron brought it up, said, no, there's no chance that's happening. No one wants that. We're fine with the playoff system the way that it is. <laughs> so um, yeah, I, uh, I'm tired of the NHL being the way that it is and Gary Bettman being who he is. <laughs> yeah, I think it's time for Bettman to go. Yeah, well, it's been it's been time for a while. Basically, when, a he, long while. when he put himself into the Hockey Hall of Fame to <laughs> yeah. overshadow Willie O'Ree that one year, I think like that oh. was like that should have been the final nail in the coffin. Yeah, what a guy. Yeah. There hasn't been, did you say there hasn't been an NHL best on best in how many years? I don't think there's been one. It might, it might have been 2018. I might have my years wrong. No, it's even more than that. I was reading. I was the World Cup. Something. I think it was nine. It's nine years since the best NHL players played against each other. Well, that would be like since the Sochi Olympics. Yeah. But there was the World Cup of Hockey that had like Team North America and stuff like that too. Oh. I think that was two years after. I remember like, I'm pretty sure Austin Matthews was in it, but he was just like a rookie. Yeah, and um, Nathan McKinnon was still on the, the under twenty three team, Team North America. I think he had just been like twenty two or twenty three around then. I did like the Team North America thing; it was kind of cool. It was, but it would be cool if the tournament happened every four years, at the, at the very least, and not never. <laughs> yeah, there should be like the World Cup of Hockey or something. Or well, we have the All Star Game, guys. Isn't the All Star <laughs> Game the greatest uh, thing in the world? Okay, so I see that we have less than one minute on Zoom, so I'm just going to wrap it up here. Uh, thanks for joining me, guys. This has been awesome. Um, yeah, Wyatt, enjoy your Christmas. Have a great holidays and time off teaching. You've earned it. And uh, keep triple fisting. How are those drinks going? 
Oh, all done, bud. Woo! <laughs> Here we go. Yes. Good <laughs> one, guys. Yeah. Woo. Take care. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Wyatt. Merry Christmas, Dal. Merry Christmas, Coimans. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.